Hello, friends. Abby Carroll here from Church at the Well. Greetings to you on this first Sunday of Lent. Over the next six weeks, we're going to be journeying together through the season of Lent. Our sermon series, The Way, will be an opportunity for us to walk with Jesus toward the cross. And each Sunday, you'll have the opportunity to sit with the passage for that week and reflect on it a little more deeply through these weekly audio meditations. I hope you enjoy. Jesus' journey toward the cross starts with his journey toward the Jordan River, where he was baptized and where he essentially entered his public ministry. Sometimes we forget that before Jesus was baptized at the Jordan River, he had to walk to the Jordan River, and that walk was formidable. Matthew tells us in chapter 3, verse 13, Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. This trip would have been about 70 miles. I imagine it would have taken several days. I imagine the road was hot and dusty. I imagine Jesus did a lot of thinking during that time as he left behind his life as a carpenter and set his gaze on the calling the Father gave him to announce the kingdom of God. I want to give us a chance to think about our own journeys and the journey that God invites us on as we make our way toward the cross and toward the empty tomb on the other side of the cross. How might God want to meet you in the coming weeks between now and Easter Sunday, between now and Good Friday? Are you willing to head out, so to speak? Leave your daily routine for a few moments or more and make this journey. Would you take a moment to picture Jesus on his journey, on his journey from Galilee to the Jordan? And when you're ready, would you picture Jesus inviting you to join him on that journey? When Jesus arrived at the Jordan River, here's what happened. Luke tells us in his gospel, When all the people were baptized, it came to pass 
that Jesus also was baptized. Luke 3, verse 21. I love that Jesus didn't part the crowds. He didn't walk up to John, interrupt him in the middle of his preaching or baptizing, and say, here I am. He could have. He was worthy to do that. And in fact, they were waiting for him. John was waiting for the Messiah to be revealed, and he had been preaching the Messiah's coming. But Jesus didn't do that. He waited for the crowds to be baptized. And then after everyone else had been baptized, he went up to John and asked John to baptize him. Jesus deliberately chose to go last. What a picture of humility, of patience, of love. When was the last time you let others go before you and chose to go last? Is there a particular area in your life where it might be meaningful to let others go first? What about in your work, in your home, driving in your car, shopping at the store, perhaps in conversation with friends? During Lent, it is a custom in Christian tradition to give up something as a kind of spiritual practice. When I was growing up, my mom always gave up coffee, which for her was a pretty big deal. I remember giving up chocolate one year as a kid, and then as a young adult, giving up sugar one year and giving up various forms of social media over the years. A few years ago, I decided to give up talking about myself. That was quite the challenge, and it was so good for me. There are other ways to engage Lent, too, but giving up something is classic. Have you ever willingly given up something for a season? When we give up something willingly for a season as a spiritual practice, it's not in order to earn merit or favor with God. We know that we already have His full favor. It is certainly not as a way of atoning or making up for our sins. Jesus' blood covers our sins in full. So why give up something? Well, as a practice of humility. A practice of humility that helps us see where we have let distractions or habits take up residence in our lives in competition with Christ. It's a way of returning to a place of full dependence on God. In the words of pastor and author Ruth Haley Burton, we give up things during the season of Lent as a way of letting God deal with our trust structures, those deep inner postures of our being that do not rely on God, but on self for our well-being. This might sound kind of heavy, And, you know, Lent is kind of heavy. It brings us face to face with our mortality, with our weakness, and to be quite frank with our sin. But I wonder if Lent is also about joy. And I wonder if the Lenten practice of giving up something might also lead to joy, 
because it weans us from those things that distract us from the true and ultimate source of our joy. This Lent, is there something you feel invited to give up as a way of extricating a distraction from your life and refocusing your relationship on God? Perhaps you'd like to do what Jesus did, literally, and give up your right to go first for a time. Or perhaps you'd like to give up some habit or some way of being that competes with Christ in your life, or maybe simply a food or a beverage that has taken on a more important place in your life than it should. Or is there another way God might be inviting you to draw close to him this season? Take these moments now to put these things, these possibilities before the Lord and see how he might be drawing you to walk humbly with him on the journey toward the cross. As we wrap up our time together, I want to encourage you to let however you celebrate Lent deepen and sweeten your relationship with Christ. Would you pray with me? Almighty and ever-living God, you invite us deeper into your heart, yet we choose the shallow things that cannot sustain. Help us to leave behind the things, the habits, the ways of being that compete with you in our life, that steal our joy. We want to see Jesus. We want to live our lives as a journey with him. We look to the cross and we look to the resurrection to which the cross points. Amen.